Welcome, welcome, welcome to another late night discussion. This is V, and I'm here with K. We are two Asian American high schoolers who invite conversations on all things Asian, but also more. So today, our topic is not the most ethnicity centric, but、uh, I'll let K explain what we're talking about. Hello.、Um, the topic of discussion for today is a little more abstract. We want to talk about the future and what it holds for us on multiple levels. So, personally,、um, what it looks for our club, but also expanding outwards to the future of America and maybe even globally. Yeah. Yeah, the future. Spooky.、Um, <laughs> so, I、uh, like mostly, I was the one who requested the topic, and Kay so graciously agreed to this topic. And the reason I wanted to talk about this was, I don't know, kind of partially motivated by college apps. Even though it's like such a pain in the butt to do it, it's also helped me to reflect on my, my puny 17 years of existence and future prospects and what I want to do with the rest of the time. So, like, soul searching and just debating life choices in general. I don't know. Have you felt the same way?、Um, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember you telling me like, this morning about your existential crisis. Oh, yes.、Um, would you like to expand a little on that、oh, yeah. exis- existential crisis? Of course. So, I think I've, as a senior right now, and given my life experiences, I've developed myself as a As quite like a social sciences, humanities person, and that's like the area that I'm the most passionate about right now. But then I was just looking at job prospects for humanities majors, and the amount of money like, of course, money shouldn't be super important, but it is, we have to acknowledge that it is still really important. I found a st- like a bunch of statistics out there that said that humanity graduates make half. A third as much money as, for example, computer scientists or engineers or, or business people, so on and so forth. So I was just there with my, my crisis because it's hard to balance between you know, that which secures our financial well being versus things that we're more interested in studying. Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> like,、um, yeah, I wonder how. The world came to be where we suddenly started pushing away like humanities and the arts for the sake of,、um, I don't know, like, I don't want to call it like IT, but I guess something、IT? that's like more、uh, math based or what does logos IT、based? stand for? Now, wait, wait, is that a dumb question? No, because I don't know either. I just know IT like, relates to tech. Wait, okay. I'm sure like, people who are listening to this will think I'm like the s t u p i d e s t Oh my god. I'm just saying IT just because.、Um, um, STEM? Oh, information technology. Oh. So. So yeah, like, yeah, I guess basically kind of stuff, STEM.、Right? STEM. Yeah, exactly.、Um, and it's like so hard. Because we, well, we've like, we've like talked about capitalism a good amount of time <laughs> and how, and how there's, 
you know, the, the, the top Nova Ritz are unethical and they're stealing from the poor. We should eat the rich, right? Like that's maybe not to that extent, but that's kind of most of Gen Z sentiment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. So it's like, I don't know, it's hard to resolve the current tension in my mind between something that is going to please my family. So earning like 100K, not 100K, I don't know, just like a lot of money and being a finance mm-hmm. major or going into like comp sci or something versus other areas that I guess I'm more interested in, uh, which lean more towards the humanities. Yeah. What about you? Um, what are What are you interested in? Oh yeah, I am also interested in the humanities. Um, A gang. I'm just. Gang. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also. Hmm. The thing is, I've had like not a great relationship with comp sci because. Oh my god. <laughs> my teacher. My side teacher. Are we gonna call him out? Well, I'm gonna. Okay, hopefully he doesn't. He never finds <laughs> out about this. But I, the suffering that I like had to endure, um, was so abhorrently <laughs> traumatizing for me. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure like it sounds like an over exaggeration, but I after that, like I don't kind of I never want to touch comp sci again. Even looking at like the career font, which is like the font that like um like that is most used when you're like coding. It looks different oh, from like Arial oh, really? or it's like courier? Times courier? New Roman. Courier? Uh well I thought it I'm was on, like console or something. Okay. No, yeah, continue. But yeah, even looking at that will, hmm, it it'll like start my gag reflex. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But I guess That's as much so as drastic. I hate the American like college system, I was I remember talking to like um, a mentor who uh, lives in the UK, and she was telling me how. Um, like, in the UK, you have to, like, know what you're, quote-unquote, majoring in, um, before you attend college, and you can't really change it after that. It's, like, one and done. Yeah, also, it's, like, actually, I'm not too sure about, like, double or, like, triple majoring, minoring, stuff like that, but I'm sure it's, like, a little different from how it works in the US, but since... As American students, we kind of do have the option of, like, exploring different majors and, like, declaring them usually sophomore or junior year of college. So mm-hmm. that may be kind of a space to explore and feel a little less stressed. Mm, that's true. I've heard in the UK that the application process isn't as intense. So they'll, they'll ask for your grades, maybe a personal statement, and that's around it according to my my one patriotic British friend <laughs> and yeah I mean, like, <laughs> on the one hand that does seem to be very stress relieving because man high school high school gets stressful but on the other hand like if you are not incentivized oh, yeah. 
or motivated to go out there and explore all of these extracurriculars and opportunities, how are you ever going to know what you really want to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And going back to like the humanities thing and like this dilemma of what we should pursue in life, I'm also thinking like we're, it's also like we're kind of, living in an apocalypse almost yeah okay, maybe not an apocalypse but the world is not uh, that a crisis great. in democracy and a crisis yeah, in I democracy think, yeah like yes definitely that but like also a bunch of other problems in addition to a crisis of democracy or in democracy um so like if we don't have that much to live why like, who are we doing this for? Well, I guess we oh would my. be doing it for our family. But, like, sometimes I feel like people would say, oh, I'm doing it for my future so I can, like, afford to live or whatever. But are you really doing it for your future if you, like, hate yourself waking up every day going to the same 9 to 5 job? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a part of why just in terms of how media is portrayed there's so much emphasis on like the high school rom-com or the high school teen drama maybe a bit of college life maybe a bit of like young adult life but quite honestly there's not much uh-huh. about what goes on after i mean imagine just staying in yeah. the same job and the same routine for more than five years it's kind of it's kind of scary i think i would actually burn out like, I don't even understand how my parents do it. Um, they're just like, you just do it. And I'm like, no, how do you do that? Like, how do you wake up at 6.30 a.m. every day and, like, go to the same job and do the same stupid little task at your same stupid little desk? Like, I don't even Dang. understand. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is another It's hard to, uh, (laughs) because, I mean, on the one hand, let's say, let's say, let's say uh, Emma is an artist and really loves art, but she's like struggling off Mm -hmm. of this job, right? Obviously, her life's not going to be good because if she's struggling and just living paycheck to paycheck, that doesn't sound like lots of well-being. But at this, but on the other hand, if you have some other person. Uh, I don't know, Alice, why why am I coming up with these names? Let's say you have this other person who's like (laughs) making a lot of money or is like making six figures. Um, And so they can probably like afford a lot of luxuries and go on vacations along like a good amount of time. And if a crisis strikes, such as an economic recession or a pandemic, they'll they'll still be a-okay, right? So it's like, ah... Have you? Yeah, it's definitely really difficult. Mm-hmm. Yes. Have you have you heard of that? Um, I don't even know what to call it. That phrase that's like you should major in something that's prudent but minor in what you're passionate about. <laughs> have you heard that <sighs> phrase? Where are you finding these I expressions? I don't know. I just like I, I don't understand. I, you always come up with a, you're like, <laughs> have you ever heard of this? And I'm like, where? <laughs> like where did you get this? I. Um, um, I have never heard of that. Oh, okay. I, uh, I have no idea where I got it from, 
I just remember hearing about it somewhere. Mm. But yeah, its origins don't matter. What What do you think of the truth value of that statement? Um, I don't think it has to do with like the truth of this like phrase, but rather, well, I don't even understand like the adjective prudent to prudent describe as in like a steady job or something that earns a good pay and isn't likely to randomly fire you one day uh well according to google yeah that definitely makes sense acting with or showing care and thought for the future um right it makes sense i guess um yeah, I mean, it makes. I don't have like much thought about it. Okay. Actually. <laughs> is it a is it a head empty prompt? Shall we transition? Um, sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> on a okay, uh, quick question. On a scale of one to ten, one being not at all, ten being very much so, how optimistic are you about mm-hmm. the future and about your future? Oh, yes, there's definitely a distinction between the future and my future, but, mm-hmm. um, I am optimistic about my future, I guess, woohoo. at this very moment in time, yay, yes, woohoo, um, wow. but about the future, not, not so much, um, so, oh wait, yeah, the scale, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even consider that, <laughs> um, hmm, I would say, I think like a good, like six point eight for my future. What are these decimals? And like, <laughs> uh, four point three for the future. Four point three and maybe 6. even lower. 8. I'll just say okay. four. Okay, okay. Let's go in what order. Why? Why a six point? Oh, for me. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I would say overall the same, but my numbers are a bit more extreme. I'm I'm an eight for my future, maybe like an eight point five, mm-hmm. and um, like a two Ooh. for the world. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Okay, but yeah, yeah let's you go first. Talk about our futures. Oh yeah, I like it. Um, why why the well, six point eight? Um, I think most of it depends on like uncertainty because it's like a little hard to kind of figure out what like prospects look for me at uh, like right now but I am optimistic because because I come from an upper like middle class family I know that I will be supported um even if I like fall down a couple rabbit hole well not rabbit holes but like if I have, like, a couple bumps down the road, I know they'll be there to support me, which is, like, Aww. a privilege that I acknowledge. Um, but also because, yeah, because, yeah, it really it's really dependent on my tax bracket, uh, my family's tax bracket, not my <laughs> tax bracket. But mm-hmm. because, like, going to college, too, I don't think I'll have to worry, like, a huge amount on like student loans and debt right and because we go to a fairly 
competitive and good public school. I know I'll get into a university that is like somewhat good, if not great. <laughs> oh, so, come on. Don't sell yourself here. Yeah. You're, you're going to get into a great university. <laughs> Thank you. And mm. what about you? Why the eight or eight point five? Eight. I'm just I'm just feeling happy right now. Maybe it could be like my my <laughs> mood every day throughout the day fluctuates so much. I could be dead ass. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I could be a two at the start of the day and then an eight by the end of the day. But I just had a pretty good day today, so I'm I'm quite optimistic. I've been like working hard, not in a burnout kind of way, but in a in a productive and fulfilling way quite recently i've mm. been exercising mm. for the past week and a half and like i'm quite optimistic because okay i got another not a quote but i got like another saying actually i don't really remember <laughs> the saying but it's like let's hear the it. future is the future is oh uh, oh uh, you plant no the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago the second best time to plant a tree is now. Something like that. <laughs> Don't laugh at me! I love this. I love your where your brain takes you. So good. Thanks. So the idea is that I feel as though I'm planting some good seeds right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then yeah hopefully in the future it will sprout into um a nice bonsai tree so yeah yeah i'm yeah and same thing with what you said about like how we come from a pretty privileged place and yeah i've been i've been like browsing the news here and there and learning about some other public schools in the nation where teachers are like absent a good amount of the time or the teachers are getting into some scandals with the students or students aren't even like like by the time some students graduate high school they still don't know how to write a five page paper and even though i say that i don't know how to write a paper i like kind of do you know <laughs> so um mm. the the kind of academic training or just the intellectual um okay time for saying yeah. number three of the video of the episode saying number three. Oh my um, god <laughs> okay. um wait i think i forgot it. school doesn't teach you what to think it teaches you how to think and it has taught me how to write a five paragraph concession assertion paper and even though I don't remember anything about the Opium War or like World War Two, I still remember how to write that paper. So I think I'm I'm pretty well set. Man, what a mm, tangent! That saying. That saying is a little weird, in my opinion. Um, school doesn't teach you what to think; it teaches you how. To, I don't think school teaches me how to think. Hmm. Well, I guess, ideally, but, yeah. No, wait, let's think, talk yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I've actually, the, how I view the world today is from, like, philosophy that I've picked up on from debate, mm-hmm. um, which, okay, sure, it's a school-funded activity, 
but mm-hmm. most of it was done like outside of school it wasn't like a homework assigned by a teacher that i'll be graded on that would be calculated in my gpa it was something that i actively um seeked seeked sought um sought <laughs> why is my vocabulary bank so like empty today um so broke it's a friday anyways, that was embarrassing embarrassing <laughs> anyways so yeah that uh um yeah i've actively sought out um like philosophy especially by like poc authors um Mm, and i think that's like how i've learned to view the world um Mm. but do you not think oh yeah Mm -hmm. No, no no please ask do you not feel as though school was a source of maybe maybe your habits your work ethic your knowledge of like where to search the google machine for those philosophy articles um yeah yes but i don't think that's like teaching me how to think it's teaching me what to do i think actually rather like what do you do when you have a question Mm -hmm. or what do you do when you have six assignments this week (laughs) um and you also have uh i don't know whatever like a debate tournament this weekend how do you manage your time and it's like oh i know what to do i take out my school planner whatever you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, time management and planning. Not 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 bad. Maybe. I feel like, <laughs> mm, but I feel like school is also also a also also it's a pretty good testing ground, I think. It's also a very volatile testing ground for just I don't even know. Like academically you can discover what you are interested and are not interested in. So you can also I, I don't know where I'm going with this. We can have another school episode, but, like, yeah, school. <laughs> sure, actually. But I think that's true to a certain extent. But I also think it's, like, very skewed, um, actually. For example, I tend to feel that, at least for, like, Gen Z, a lot of Gen Zers um, actually prefer humanities more than, like, STEM. Mm. It just, like, statistically... Even at our school, I think, like, 80% or, like, 90% of our students will go to a college pursuing in liberal arts. Uh-huh. Like, there's not a lot of, like, oh, like, engineering students or, like, math students in the That's vast fair. scope of things. But yeah. also because, like, and math class is... Math class is tough. Exactly. Exactly, that's what I mean by it's, like, skewed. Like, the reason why people like humanities more is because, like, English teachers, I think, are just, like, they have better personalities. <laughs> Damn, she really um, said <laughs> Oh, my. Do you know, you know, like, math teachers, I honestly think I would enjoy math more if teachers weren't so petty with taking off points on tests. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's, like, the single reason that I hate math so much. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, math teachers are quite 
dull. Like, they're just lukewarm. Even if they're organized, or... Okay, I'm, like, thinking of certain math teachers. But even if they're organized, <laughs> it's, just, it's really hard to make a connection with them in the way that you can go off on tangents with English teachers or history teachers about philosophy or history or a certain Supreme Court case or something. Yeah. Yes. I feel like because math... Um, I think kind of there's like a motto slash mantra or a common belief um, or a unified goal in mathematics where you want to reach a, a very concrete answer that's like facts and that's that, like that's the end of the conversation. So you can't really go off on like tangents trying to explore like what this means yeah. or like what that yeah. means as easily. Facts don't care about your feelings. Not you quoting Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, oh, I, I completely forgot we... about our initial scale. Um, yeah, so you rated oh. the world as yeah. a 4.3. Like, the future of the world as a 4.3. Mm. Would you like I, to elaborate? I changed my rating to 3. Oh. Um, but... Oh yeah, the world is like not doing well. Like I actually hate it here, um, <laughs> because there's so many problems that I can't. It's it's so bad that I. It's incredibly difficult for my trillions of neurons to even <laughs> absorb and digest. Mm-hmm. Like the world is on fire. And like we're going, we're all For going real. to die. Like <laughs> so soon. Woo-hoo. Would you like to explain your rating? Perhaps a little with yeah. a little more detail than I did. <laughs> yeah, I rated it a two for mostly the same reasons as you. But now that I think about it, I might move. I might move to a three point five or a four. It's so weird, mm. but I do think I agree. That the world is on fire right now. But the world has been on fire many times. And we're still here. So even though there's so many mm-hmm. calamities and tragedies going on. I think I I think the human race is quite strong. Other than climate change. Like I, I genuinely have no idea how we're going to combat that. But other than that. I think there are ways. Maybe. To combat other problems that are happening right now such as the pandemic, um, we could do ways to fix public health, like the elections. We could abolish or fix the electoral college, right? For unemployment, there are ways to fix that, so on and so forth, right? And I just think that yeah. the gener- the younger generation right now is a lot more political, a lot more social, um, a lot more inclusive, and I think... I am quite proud of my generation, despite all of our suicide, like, okay, that, that's like a completely different tangent, but everyone, like, everyone's dead inside, but I still think that we have a lot of potential for this generation. Do you it's think so weird that how mentality is, what mentality? Wait, what? what mentality? 
Do you think that mentality of being like borderline suicidal is necessary for us to escape our sense of self in order to like care about what happens in the world? Oh my god, such a question. Um, <laughs> that's a lot to unpack there. I I just yeah. remember in like 8th grade, ninth grade seeing a lot of, or maybe I was just down that rabbit hole of Reddit, but there were a lot of like depression memes and uh, suicide jokes and um yeah I don't know if that's as common maybe I've just like changed my explore pages but um I do think it's because people are feeling quite hopeless about their future as though everything is either planned for them already or they just have no chance whatever they do wait what was your question is Please, please Is this your type of mentality necessary to care about the world? Like what happens um, to other people? Is suicidal mentality necessary to care about mm. the world? Yeah, I guess this is a mm. really terribly worded question. No, but it's... if you you know. Mm. Well, I do think that there might be some correlation there. But I don't think it is a necessary condition. Um, I think if someone is, Why is that like, so? I feel like if people are feeling overwhelmed with the world, they are probably like sensitive to the world and to other people. They're, which which has both benefits and weaknesses, right? Like they're sensitive, and they're empathetic, mm-hmm. and they care about other people in the world. So then I guess it is more likely that they will try to do things to change the world and to save it. That's a weird, like, I guess I'm making a lot of assumptions and jumping through loopholes, but that's the way that I see it. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you think? I think, hmm... I, in this very moment, I am prone to thinking that a certain level of self-hatred is necessary to have compassion. Um, Because I think if you, here comes up, here comes another saying, (laughs) but I'm sure everyone has heard of it. Ignorance, ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. Um. I think it's very true. Uh, if you're naive about something, and you just don't know. It's like you are in bliss. There's nothing to worry about. There is no obstacle that you can see. But <clears throat> um, I think in order to have compassion for others, you need to really dig deep into yourself and um, understand well, not necessarily understand, maybe, but, like, if you're hating yourself, there there comes, like, a certain uh, thread or string of logic in which you may rationalize or over-rationalize on, like, why you're like this and living like this in this world, which I think may provide some avenue to like deliberate how other people 
how other people would be in that same situation. Okay, yeah, that was like such a terrible mm. explanation. Like nothing no, in that okay. made sense. But no, it's okay. I think hmm. Yeah, like in order I think once you start like Okay, this is like so bad because Whoa. it sounds really depressing. I'm ready for the And also clip. like I'm not saying that yeah, so I'm not saying that self-hatred is a necessary condition to everyone who has compassion but i think to a certain extent it does because like once you start hating yourself and thinking why you are like this it um you start to think about other people and why they aren't like this or yeah and like thinking about those questions will perhaps open up some kind of empathy for them knowing that they are living this kind of life or probably a worse life than you are at that moment oh wait i have a clarification question so if you're if you're in a a headspace of like self-hatred where you see yourself as worse compared to all of your peers how I don't know, would you develop empathy for them in that scenario? I feel like if I were in that case, I would just be so consumed by myself and what I'm doing wrong and how everyone's perceiving me rather than focusing on the other person and trying to understand, consider, be compassionate to and under yeah, like understand them fully. Yeah, so I think this boils down to like how we define self-hatred because okay i i guess i'm redefining it in a way that it's not as um depressing okay um maybe maybe self-critical um yeah i guess self-critical is a better way to put it than like self-hatred maybe hatred (laughs) implies like like maybe a bit too far distaste for the self yeah Mm -hmm. okay hmm not sure i necessarily agree with that oh (laughs) but like so back to your original saying like ignorance is bliss right so then the opposite of that logically should be that the more you know the the sadder you are the more sorrow you feel um Hmm. But that doesn't necessarily have to be a sorrow about the self. You can, well, everyone goes through their own journey where it's like you find something you dislike about yourself and you're probably caught in it for a while. But like over time, you just learn to accept it as a part of human nature and that you as a human or I as a human being am flawed. And it's something that like people are critical of, something that they will like that like people try to recognize and be aware of but like and even if that makes people more sorrowful i don't think hmm, does it have to be self-critical i don't know where did i just go with this okay i think but Hmm. yeah like what you're saying is true in my mind like people will be and are more sorrowful and that's like the new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm, interesting. The way that I see it is that in the end, we're all like very selfish creatures. 
but if we've been mm-hmm. uh, I'm just like drawing a lot of a lot of philosophy from my mama right now but the idea is that if you throughout your childhood and maturation were given lots of love then you're just like this overflowing pot of I don't know respect and love so on and so forth and then yeah. as a result you're able to care about other people after being shown that kind of unconditional respect right whereas mm-hmm. well hmm, i would say i've grown up in a pretty great household so i'm very thankful for my family but for like my theory mm-hmm. is that like for someone who hasn't grown up in such a safe household um or just like i don't know for me when i was not in a great state i would do a lot of projection and assume that other people or assume the worst of other people so i just don't it's hard for me to um, fathom of how people who are filled with so much negativity can still be so compassionate towards others. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Going back to that selfish point, um, though, like us being inherently selfish creatures, that's, I think, a reason why it proves that self-criticality, ourself. Self-criticism? Self-critic. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> How am I forgetting all these freaking words? This is actually so shameful of me. So, it's okay. Criticism. Self-criticism. My brain is upside down today. <laughs> so, yeah. Self-criticism unveils our selfishness to ourselves so we almost like break it apart um yeah okay wait 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 wait. unpack that more that's a good point (laughs) yeah so like i think selfishness also stems from ignorance in that you only view the world from your perspectives and you become maybe perhaps not necessarily unwilling to see other people's perspectives um, but it can be but also maybe not so deliberate in that you just don't know what it's like to be in other people's shoes and in that sense you are selfish because that is like you can only see how you see the world and therefore that is inherently selfish and but once you become self-critical of those thoughts questioning yourself on why your perspective is the way it is um then you start to unveil that and break it apart a little bit and once Mm -hmm. you break it apart that creates an opening for you to explore other perspectives oh i see i see so it's like a decentering of the self yep does that make sense that sounds centering of the self beautiful yes Mm -hmm. Hey, I like that. I like that. That was like, you know, you know that feeling of like just trying to discuss something and getting through this like existential pondering, and then reaching. Uh, it's such a turn on, of, of course. What <laughs> turn on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, it's the almost forty minute mark. Wait, that passed by so quickly. Yeah, I didn't even... That is crazy. Linear time? Who is she? 
period. Oh my gosh, wait, speaking of linear yeah. time, have you have you ever seen those movies about time travel and like warping time and and wormholes? Uh I've 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 watched Inception, but that's like it. Oh, nice. I watched uh Interstellar. It's like wormholes time travel Mm. well not like time travel but like okay i I shouldn't spoil i shouldn't spoil it but yeah (laughs) linear time yeah period i think we've come to a nice resolution i don't even know what like what did we resolve i have no clue but i think we've come to a good point in our discussion so yeah, yeah let's let's wrap it up here thank you for that wow i was not expecting the discussion to turn that way Oh, me neither. <laughs> no. You say neither. Instead of neither. Why? Do you say neither? Not, I say neither. Ne- Bro. It's yeah, neither sis? is where it's at. <laughs> neither is where it's Do at. Do you say either? Um, either, I either? I say either. What? I, think I say either. <laughs> the hypocrisies of human nature. <laughs> okay, oh, but oh, wow. but um but yeah, so I guess we were planning to talk more political, but it turned more philosophical and uh mm-hmm. discussion based. But yeah, thank you for sharing this Friday night with me. Uh likewise for you too. Okay, sounds good. Alrighty. Hope y'all enjoyed listening. Yep.